0: You don't want to use weak language, right? Instead of using words like if, replace that with when. So instead of like, if you hire me, you'd be like, when you hire me. Instead of saying, I'm going to try to do that for you, say, I'm going to do that for you. Welcome to the No Broke Months for Real Estate Agents podcast. Working as a real estate agent can be incredibly rewarding and fulfilling, but it can also be frustrating if you aren't making the money you deserve. So if you're ready to end the stressful cycle of working hard for no results, then get started with a proven step-by-step system so that every month is No Broke Months. My name is Dan Roshan. I'm the host of the No Broke Months podcast, which is a show for real estate agents to help you have No Broke Months. Thanks for joining me, enjoy the show. How can linguistic techniques help in sales? Real estate coach Dan Rashawn of No Broke Months for Real Estate Agents talks about linguistic techniques for real estate agents. In this episode, Dan gives tips and techniques you should make a habit of in order to increase your conversational skills and get listings. Learn more about these linguistic techniques in this new No Broke Months for Real Estate Agents episode. Now, if they're a fast talker, then you want to meet their rate of speech and then scale it back just a little bit. If they're a slow talker, you're going to want to meet the rate of speech and then scale it up somewhat. If you're a fast talker, you're going to want to slow down just a little bit. There are some from time to time, I'll be coaching somebody who has really, really high energy and um, coming out of the gate like, "Hey, how you doing? Hey, listen, are you interested to sell a home, buy a home, invest in real estate? I'd love to be able to help you." Right? You sound like a used car salesperson. And if you talk too slow, too deliberate. You know, are you thinking to buy a home, sell a home? (laughs) It's excruciating, all right? So again, if you talk too fast, they're going to think you're a used car salesperson. If you talk too slow, they're going to think you're stupid. OK, so you, you're you still going to want to be in that neutral zone, but you would be at the bottom end of the speed of the neutral zone. OK, but you don't want to match them exactly where they are because then that would just be crazy. And then, um, you know, you don't want to be monotone either. So one of the things that like when I'm teaching, I will a lot of times I will use even my body. Like if it's a long presentation, there's times when I'm teaching, you guys may not realize this, where I'll even like step back and forth to the camera. And as a normal linguistic technique is where you, you lean into the person or if you're on video, you lean into it and then you lower your voice because that forces them to pay attention. Okay, so that again, it's about understanding how to use our voices, understanding and when you move back, you can then, you can talk powerfully. You, could, you can really make a point where it's like, hey, listen, are you looking to be able to achieve this right now? Because if you're looking to achieve it right now, I've got a secret for you. And you may not know that, that, that. Okay. So I'm not really saying anything right now. I'm just demonstrating how to be able to use your voice so that you're not monotone. Is that, is everyone following me on that? So you can practice now. Oh, by the way, uh, I don't, Doug's not here today. Uh, By the way, those of you that are standing when you're doing your lead generation will allow for you to much, much more effectively be able to communicate in a way that you can not be monotone and that you can practice your voice never argue don't use the word but what is it the re what is the reason why we're not going to use the word but you're you're a pretty woman marge but um and now it's like oh crap but what right (laughs) okay yeah it negates everything ahead of it's like wow my goodness i want to be a pretty woman but what the heck the hammer's about to fall down right And then it's like, oh, my goodness, right? It's like it negates everything in front of that, right? So the word but, instead, you can replace it with and, or you can replace it with yet. Okay, so, um, John, you're a pretty man, and you smell sexy, right? Like, (laughs) (laughs) right, and so now it's like the entire thing there. So you never want to argue, you always want to agree, you never want to make them wrong um you don't want to use weak language right so um instead of using words like if replace that with uh when so instead of like if you hire me you'd be like when you hire me okay um instead of saying i'm gonna try to do that for you say i'm going to do that for you instead of saying words like well possibly i could get that much money say words like i will get that much money now Let's say you're talking to a listing and you're not sure if you can get that much money. You can still frame it instead of saying, you know, they said, well, can you get 500,000 for this? And you don't believe you can. You could say, you can still frame it in a way to say, well, what I can tell you is that if anybody can get $500,000 for this property, for this sale, I will. Okay. So you see how you frame it so that you're still giving yourself an out, even with the way you're languaging it. Where a less skilled person would say, well, possibly, right? Now you have no confidence in me. But if I sit there and I communicate to you, say, you know what? If it's possible, I will do it. Now, if the market reflects back that it's not possible, then we're going to have to listen to what the buyers are saying. Do you agree with me? Yes, yes. Okay. You see the difference in the languaging the way that I'm, you know, a weak salesperson like, yeah, maybe. And a strong salesperson would still give you the confidence. But guess what I ended up saying? I ended up saying, hey, listen, if it's not possible, nobody can do it. But if it is possible, I will. Uh, Don't upswing your voice. When you upswing your voice, it uh, it creates uncertainty. Instead, you want to be commanding. That's why with the embedded commands is buy now. List with me. It's not list with me. I said the same words, but I said a completely different thing there. Right. It's like you're going to list with me completely different thing. I know I'm emphasizing it. Right. But the small little nuances are speaking to the subconscious. Okay, you want to be you want to be you want to take charge. You want to be confident. You want to be comfortable. You want to be a leader in your persuasion skills. Is everyone following me on this? Okay, Um, And then you want to be an active listener. Right. You want to um, you want to hear everything that they say. Either if it's with the words or if it's with their action, their body languaging, their pacing, their, uh, their certainty or their uncertainty. You don't want to be quick to accept a no. You know, you, you don't uh, want to take a no when a yes is still possible. You just want to simply ask another question. You want to keep going to take them as far as they can. I would say the number one thing that I see even within my own sales organization Uh, whether it be ISAs or or, or, or agents is that we accept no too often when a simply another question could get them to a yes. It's something that I cannot tell you how often I get a no and it ends up being a yes. Are you in the market to buy a home? Oh, no. Well, if you could buy a home, would you? And then we have a 15 minute conversation. Okay, do not accept the no's, right? It's it's a no is oftentimes just a smokescreen. Understand the difference between a smokescreen and an objection or a smokescreen and a a definitive no, okay? Oftentimes, a no is just that. It's just a smokescreen. Thanks so much for listening to the No Broke Months podcast today. Until the next show, I invite for you to be grateful, make good choices, help someone, have the best day of your life, and go find a listing.